Welcome to Kindreds, a podcast for soul sisters. I'm Ashley Peterson. And I'm Katie Zay. We're kindred spirits talking all things faith, feminism, and friendship from our homes in the South. Hey, Katie. Hey, Ashley. So we are recording this on January 15th, about a week after the violent white supremacist attack on our Capitol and a few days before the inauguration next mm-hmm. week. And I'm not sure when this episode will be released, probably sometime next week. Um, But who knows what will happen in between now and then. Mm -hmm. And I'm really just bringing this up because it feels like we can't start this episode without just acknowledging where we are in time, where (laughs) what we're going through, checking in and just seeing how you're doing, how our listeners are doing. I know I am anxious. Mm-hmm. We were talking before we started recording about how tired we are. Yeah. That, yeah, that's also true. And I'm just trying to stay grounded in work and family and just keeping close to home and mm-hmm. getting outside and getting off my phone. Yeah. And therapy. Yes. Always therapy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> how about you? How are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I'm tired. That feels like a yeah. boring thing to say, but it's true. And we are at the beginning of of a new year, which for me is always hard after the holidays. Yeah. And this year is just really a lot harder because we're still dealing with the pandemic. Sam hasn't been yes. to physical school in 308 days. And I looked it up. <laughs> <That> is counting. <laughs> and we're also going through some big changes within our family. Matt left his corporate job to go back to school. Yay! I know. Yeah, it's exciting, but it's also a big change. And that isn't always 100% easy. Yeah. And I say that because we're all dealing with our own personal situations in the context of these simultaneous national crises, which we've been dealing with for almost a year now. And one doesn't cancel the other out. So your personal stuff is still there. And I know you're dealing with personal stuff too. So um, my response has been to spend more time in meditation and really asking for clear divine guidance about what I'm supposed to be doing in this moment Mm, because my brain cannot figure it out. Yep. So I'm just asking for a lot of help (laughs) in everything. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it is good. And really the, the help does come. I think when we can find that quiet place, the wisdom does come if we can just get still. And so my word for 2021 is trust. So I'm just trusting the divine to Mm. show up for me. And, and show me the way. Mm-hmm. What is it that I need to be doing? And trying to take breaks, even if it's just for a few minutes. And staying true to the commitments to work on my whiteness before all of this happened. To just keep keep going, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that's what I'm doing. There's nothing magical about it. Just that consistently, like, showing up for myself, asking for help, and continuing on with with the long-term work. Yeah, I really like that word, trust. I think that's a great word of the year. Mine is light, and I'm not Mm. quite sure yet what that means, but when I was thinking about choosing a word for this year, that's what my gut told me, so I'm going with it. So right now, I'm focusing on just making the most of the sunshine during the short days, trying to be outside as much as I can, and also taking the time to, like, have a fire in the fireplace at night and read and some things like that just to calm down Mm -hmm. at least while we still can we have short winters here so any like any day could be the last day that it'll be cold enough to have a fire so we're trying to just make the best of it while we can 
Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love thinking of light as both something that brings us energy and calm. I yes. don't really think of it as both, but depending on the form, that's absolutely true. Yeah. So are we ready to dive in? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. All right. So for this episode, we wanted to do something a little different and reflect a bit on Kindreds, Kindreds itself, the podcast, Mm -hmm. how it's evolved over time, what are some of our favorite episodes, and maybe talk a little about what we've got planned for 2021. And I was thinking about this. I don't remember if we've covered this on the show before, but maybe we can start by talking a little bit about why we wanted to make this podcast in the first place, what was going on in the world at the time, because it kind of felt like the apocalypse then, and I just did. <laughs> I can't even wrap my brain around <laughs> where we are now. So yeah, how did we get started? It was sort of the beginning of the apocalypse, I think. Yeah. We're still in it. <laughs> yeah. I do love a good origin story. Uh-huh. And as I was thinking about this, I think my memory got clarified. You know, as we retell stories, sometimes it's hard to remember exactly mm-hmm. when things happened. So of course, the obvious backdrop was the 2016 presidential election. Mm-hmm. But the idea for Kindreds started before that. Mm-hmm. I think the the seeds of it were planted before that because we were building this connection over mm-hmm. the months leading up to the election. We met for the first time in person in April of 2016. Oh, you looked it up. <laughs> I did. I was like looking through my emails to see when we were exchanging them. And yeah, yeah that was our first in-person meeting. I think we had met on the phone maybe in 2015. Mm-hmm. And so we had stayed in touch since then over email. We had these Google Hangouts with some colleagues, and I mm-hmm. could just tell that we were meant to work together in some kind of capacity. I didn't know what that was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it's rare to meet somebody like that that you click with, and then you're able to maintain a, a friendship and grow a friendship virtually. Like we were doing this before we were quarantining. Ashley and I were having a <laughs> virtual friendship. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And I knew that I love talking with you and that our worlds overlapped a lot. And when it felt like the world was falling apart, you were the person I wanted to turn to because I knew you were going to get it without yes. me having to explain it all. Yes. So it was just a really special connection that I knew was going to turn into something more yeah. than just a friendship. That's how I feel too. And what Aww. I remember vividly we were having these great conversations and like one one time one of us said something like, we should record this one day. And then we like kind of <laughs> shelved it, you know. But what yeah. I remember is participating in the Women's March in 2017. Mm. And just I was I remember feeling so confused and angry about the election and the white church's role in it and didn't really have a way to talk about that. And I was also at the same time feeling so energized by the justice community that I was like newly a part of and the awesome people in my life, including you. And I just wanted to talk about all of it. And so we did a lot. We talked with each other. Mm-hmm. We we talked with other colleagues. We formed, you know, had a small group, like you mentioned, on Google Hangouts. And the whole time, though, there was this inner voice saying, you know, all these conversations that you're having with Katie about patriarchy in the church and being white women in leadership and about sexuality and gender and reproductive rights, you're not the only one with these questions. I bet other mm-hmm. folks are thinking about this, too. So we got some microphones and figured out some technology, and in July 2017, Kindreds was born. Yes. I think we released maybe four or five episodes 
at once, if I remember correctly. So we've been recording oh, yeah. for a while, and then we like did That's a big right. launch. That's right. Yes, we were Our so baby. cute. <laughs> we were so cute, and it's awesome to think about how much we've grown since then. Yeah, personally, but also in the podcast, and just we've we've learned a lot. So I thought it would be fun reflecting back to look at some numbers. Oh yes, because uh, those are always a little bit of exciting. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. So since we launched our first episodes that summer of 2017, we've had nearly 30,000 episode downloads. I can't. With listeners. I know. It's a lot. With listeners all over the globe. I was amazed. There's people from more than 50 countries in every inhabitable continent that have listened to at least one episode of Kindreds, which is really amazing to me. That makes me feel really warm and fuzzy. I... (laughs) I really love that. And I kind of find 30,000 is a big number. It's not a big number in podcast world, but it's a big number for me. (laughs) I kind of Mm -hmm. find it hard to believe. And when you think about it, that's a lot of time for our voices to be inside somebody's ear. (laughs) It's true. And when we started podcasting, I don't think we had any expectations about our audience reach. We just kind of thought we would see what happened. But I know that the podcasting landscape itself has changed a lot since 2017. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, did you also happen to look up how many podcasts there were then and there are now? I I did. And (laughs) it actually was really difficult to find data from that long ago, I think because podcasting has just exploded since then. Mm -hmm. So the closest I could find in 2017 where there was about half a million active podcasts at the time. So that meant they were, they wow. were hadn't just put up a one episode and hadn't recorded again. So those were five 500,000 that were posting semi-regularly. At wow. the end of 2020, there were 850,000 active podcasts. Whoa. So that's a lot. I mean, an extra 100,000 a year, basically, which wow. is about 2,000 a week launching. Whoa. Um. Yeah, I know. It's a, it, it's a lot. So we were like maybe a little bit ahead of the curve. We weren't at the beginning of podcasting, but no. it certainly feels like we were sort of maybe before this giant wave, especially from this year. Yeah. And I also looked up how long podcasts typically run because lots of people have ideas for podcasts and then they go radio silent after a while. So one in two that launch go away, stop recording after two years, within two years of launching. Huh. So that we've done almost four active years and have over 50 episodes. So I think we're doing really great, especially when you consider all of the changes and upheaval in our lives during that time. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Which we'll talk about more. Uh, And then I thought it'd be fun to share what some of our most popular episodes have been. Yes. Because I think that's really interesting. I'm excited about this. kind of clumped together, which is interesting. So our very top episode by far is episode 29 on white feminism. Interesting. Which I know, right? Which we released in February 2019. And Mm -hmm. I think what's happened is that episode has become more popular over time, especially in the last year, as folks have been talking more intentionally about Mm -hmm. whiteness among white women in particular. Mm -hmm. So that one has just really... That's cool. Yeah. um, Yeah, it's really like stood the test of time. And I'm thankful that we were talking about it before it was a popular thing to do. You know, like we were already yeah. doing this kind of work. Um, so then next is yeah. funny. Our first listener request episode uh, is the second highest. Mm. And then lastly, um, in third place, is our Evolving Spiritual Practices, episode 24, mm. which we released in September of 
2018. And then last year, Sue Monk Kids episode on the Book of Longings, thanks to her nice shout out. Yes. And then Reproductive Loss, followed by Mysticism and Inner Wisdom. So those are some of our favorite listener favorites or the ones that have been downloaded the most. But we thought it'd be fun to talk about some of our favorites because, you know, sometimes those don't get into the most popular list. So Ashley, do you have any overlap or what were some of your favorite episodes that we've recorded? So... Those three that you just mentioned, the one on Book of Longings, Reproductive Loss, and Mysticism, those are some of my favorites too. But Mm -hmm. I also wanted to share – there's so many that I'm proud of, especially the abortion episode. That's another popular one. I was surprised it didn't make Mm -hmm. it into the top three, but that's one that people mention to me a lot. And Mm -hmm. all of our episodes where we explore and unpack all the different facets of feminism, like can men be feminists and white feminism and just like feminism in the church and all that. Like we've really, we've, we've gone deep into feminism and I like all those episodes too, but there's two that have a special place in my heart. So the first one is, and I think this is the one I'm most proud of. This is one a lot of listeners might have skipped because it was released at a very challenging time for all of us right in the middle of last summer. It's called What Do Libraries Have to Do with Police Abolition? And we released Mm -hmm. that in June 2020. We recorded it at a time when you and I and the rest of the country were in a period of very intense learning about racial justice and witnessing and participating in the continuation of the freedom struggle in our country. And like you said a minute ago, longtime listeners will know that race, racism, white supremacy, racial justice in America, those are all topics that we've been exploring and talking about for a long time. But there is still so much for us to learn, especially as cis white ladies. And Mm -hmm. last summer, police abolition was a, a new concept for me. I had heard Mm -hmm. colleagues refer to themselves as abolitionists in the past, but hadn't taken the time to understand what they meant by that. And Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't until last summer that it was like, okay, Ashley, you've got to do a little more reading and listening and learning about this. And I think it was also a new concept for you, too. I think you said that on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. And so I imagine probably for a lot of our white listeners and I guess I'm proud of that episode because I'm proud of us for being open about our learning journey, not being afraid to talk about new concepts kind of as we're learning them and not afraid to kind of show that there's a lot we don't know. What I'm hoping is that we can show that we're learning alongside our listeners, although I'm definitely open to feedback if that's not the case, but I am hope we don't come off like performative, like we know everything all the time. Oh, goodness. I hope not, too. I hope. But honestly, prison and police abolition isn't something that I'm hearing a lot of white people talking about in general, and it's something that I want to talk about a lot more. Hopefully, we can talk Mm -hmm. about it more on the podcast this year. I I think that's in in the works as well. But So that one's a, a big one for me. And then on a personal note, I think the episode we did on women in pain in July 2018 is one of my favorites. Because mm-hmm. it's an important topic. I'm glad we covered it. And I also got to share my birth story. <laughs> so Aww, a little yeah. self-indulgent in that way. But it's like a time capsule for me. 
but the main thing about it is we got some really good feedback from listeners on that episode. People saying that they mm-hmm. felt validated by what we were saying. And then I remember one particular email from a person who said he'd actually changed his thinking about pain medication during childbirth based on what we had said, that he had previously judged women who chose pain medication during childbirth. And he realized that that wasn't his place to do, to judge that. And um, so that I don't know. That makes me feel good. It's amazing when that happens, when we hear from listeners that something we said made them think differently or more compassionately even about an issue. So those are my mm-hmm. two. Katie, what about you? Oh, those are both really good ones. The women in pain one I really liked. And I think because it resonated with some folks in very specific ways, Mm-hmm. Where I think it's just a topic that doesn't get enough attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad you you named that one. And it's hard to pick, you know, yeah. scanning through the list. And all of them have these nuggets of truth and they, they represent a specific time period in mm-hmm. our lives. So it's it's hard to choose. But my top three are friendship and adulthood. Like how to make friends when you're a grown up. I love that one too. Really resonated with wherever I was at the time where I was probably yeah. struggling to make friends. Yes. <laughs> and I loved our mysticism and inner wisdom episode because I was at the very beginning mm-hmm. of e- expanding my spirituality beyond a very narrow Christian frame. And so mm-hmm. it was really good because you had kind of helped open that up for me and it was really fun to talk about it. So I want to visit that again at some point. Me too. Um, Because it's changed a lot since then for me. Same. (laughs) And then I really loved, I know this sounds self-indulgent too, but I loved the interview that we did on my book, Women Rise Up, because you were there for every step of that journey. Like you heard all the updates and all of my complaints about how hard it was and just to be able to celebrate it finally being out in the world. And that one is pretty popular too. So good. Um. That was a really fun one for me just to get to talk to like one of my closest friends about the book. Because when you do interviews for books with people you don't know, it's just a very different experience. So it just felt, it felt like we were just having a conversation and that was really fun. Yeah. Um, So going through all of that, it's just made me realize how much has changed in our lives and in the world, Mm -hmm. you know, like thinking about where we are now when the inspiration came at this devastating moment of Hillary Clinton losing her election. Mm -hmm. And now here we are four years later with a new about to be inaugurated Democratic president and a black South Asian woman vice president, which is super exciting. Yes. (laughs) It's like, I can't forget about how amazing that is in the midst of all of this horrible stuff going on. Um, Also, Sammy was two when we started, and now she's six. Oh, my gosh. And Avery's two now. That's so weird. (laughs) That is so wild. Yeah, just thinking about what was going on with her being two, and now she's riding a bike and reading, and she's also starting to make to-do lists, which is one of my favorite things that she's doing right now, and she's so my child. (laughs) That's precious. And then there are some other personal milestones I wanted to mention. So Matt and I bought our first house together last year. So we moved. Right. And was that? No, I guess that's technically not last year. 2019. It still feels like we're in 2020. It does. Um, It does. And I had a bunch of different jobs. Like I was your interim while you were on a maternity leave. I had five different jobs. 
during that time. Yes. And now I'm in this full-time gig, so that feels really good just to be in one place and not in lots of different directions. Yeah. Um, Matt, I said at the top of the show, he decided to go back to school and left his job, so I know you're familiar with that kind of transition mm-hmm. in your family. Mm-hmm. And I got ordained. I published my first book. I wrote a second one during the pandemic because why not? <laughs> <laughs> That's on brand for me, too, to write a book during the pandemic. Um, But a lot's happened, right? Like, I know a lot's happened for you, too. So what comes to mind when you reflect on everything that's changed since we started? I mean, I think one of our very first episodes was me, like, pondering whether or not to have kids. (laughs) And Oh, my gosh, yeah. So, of course, my biggest milestone is that uh, we had Avery. And like I said, he's... Actually, he's about to turn three. I just can't deal with (laughs) how different (laughs) my life is now than it was four years ago. And I love that I can listen to early episodes and like hear my past self talking about the decision making process and like new motherhood, you know, and I think I took a a maternity leave from the podcast as well. And so coming back to the Mm -hmm. podcast and talking about all of that, that's really special for me. And my husband started a new career as well, which really changed the trajectory of our family a lot. His past career kept him traveling and away from home the majority of the year. And now he's home every day. And um, it's just really special. We had our fifth anniversary last year. And, you know, we couldn't take the anniversary vacation that we had been planning on. (laughs) But um, it's still just really nice to be in such a, like, fun steady partnership and like parenting with him has been a Mm -hmm. lot of fun and let's see when we started kindreds i was relatively new in my current job as founder and executive director of a nonprofit, as well as new to just like the repro movement in general and i've now been at this role longer than any other job i've ever held (laughs) this is my seventh year in this role which just feels It feels wild. So I can't believe that you're in your seventh year of that because I I know I really do feel like we just talked about you starting that. I know. I mean, it really, I know it's grown so much. It's not to be like, oh, you're a startup or something, but it just, the time feels so compressed that it's hard for me to believe that that's been going on for that long. It's just, wow. It's really special to take the time to reflect mm-hmm. on the growth that we've experienced as podcasters and people. Mm-hmm. And also how much ground we've covered in terms of topics. Yes. It's a lot. And yet there's so many more things to say. There's I know. So much more that we could talk about. <laughs> I know. So maybe we should talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're Let's talk about 2021 and what we're thinking. And Something that's come up that we've been talking about just between the two of us is the importance of staying in our lane when it comes to kindreds. Yeah. And that means we're going to stick to topics that we have personal or professional experience with and or personal and professional responsibility for. Yeah. Yeah. There's a ton of stuff that's super important, super important issues that we should all be paying attention to and learning about, but we're just not the ones to be addressing them at length on the show because they're Mm -hmm. not our areas of expertise, Mm -hmm. at least for right now. They're Mm -hmm. not. We've gotten requests for episodes on many things like foster care and adoption, for example, but we just are not the best people to be speaking on these critical justice issues. Yeah. 
So we just wanted to name that and to say we recognize that with a platform, there's a responsibility to use it well. Yeah. And for us to use it justly. And we're also committed to this being a project that we enjoy because we're doing it because we're passionate about it and because it's fun, not because it pays our bills. (laughs) So we have to shout out our patrons. We love them. And they are amazing. And they help cover the cost of the show and like a little bit extra at the end of the year that we can spend on something for fun. But, you know, this isn't our full-time job. Um, So we're full-time parents, full-time jobs. To sum it up, we're going to stay focused on the intersections of faith and feminism that brought us together as friends. So that's what 2021 is going to be all about. Yes. And you know, I can kind of understand the statistic that you referenced at the top of the show earlier about podcasts that end after two years, because honestly, making a decent podcast that's not just record a conversation and throw it on the internet, that's actually like edited and um, planned and to an extent scripted, um, it's a lot of work especially if it's not making any money. And Mm -hmm. I think that you and I, we straddle this line where Kindred's is like half hobby, passion project, and half work, which I'm grateful for because we have so much freedom. We can shape it in a way that feels true to us and that we can have fun with. But it also means that our jobs have to come first realistically. So yeah, where other podcasts might have staff time, budgets to support things like Lots of guest interviews or lots of heavily researched topics, you know, in a more journalistic style. We tried to do a little bit of that when we first started researching kind of heavily into areas that we that we didn't know as much about. And yeah, the the amount of work that takes and the the danger you get into really getting it wrong because it's, you just don't mm. know what you're talking about um, is really high. And so we just have to be really honest with ourselves that that's way beyond our capacity, especially right now, like you said, as we're still navigating mm-hmm. parenting and working in a pandemic. So I do understand, though, that some listeners might be disappointed that we can't cover everything or the topics that they're you know really interested in hearing about. But let's focus on what we do well and where our sweet spot is. And like you said, that's the intersection of faith and feminism. It's what brought us together. And I've heard from some listeners that they're really hungry for more of that kind of content, topics that deal more explicitly about with what it means to be progressive Christian women in the world. What theology do we ground our perspectives and beliefs in? How do we show up as people of faith in justice work and justice spaces? And how do we confront the Christian church's role in violence and oppression around the world. You know, easy, light stuff like that. Yeah, light topics. (laughs) Yeah. So for 2021, we have a lot of good stuff coming your way. We want to talk about Jesus and who he is to us. And what do we mean when we say things like Christian supremacy? What does liberation mean for ourselves and for our communities, for everyone? We want to talk about things like compassion fatigue and burnout, accountability and cancel culture, and hopefully leave some space for some fun stuff too. So how does all that sound? That sounds really good. I hope it sounds good to y'all too. Yeah. And since for the time being, we're still dealing with the realities of COVID and what that means for us, we don't need to talk about that anymore. Our plan is to continue releasing episodes on a monthly basis Mm -hmm. for the time being And while we will continue to make recommendations of books and podcasts and shows and articles related to whatever we're discussing, we're not going to be doing our sections on what we're reading or listening to or our kindreds of the moment. So this just takes some of the pressure off of us 
to be consuming things regularly that are worthy of sharing with y'all because honestly, that's just not my life. Yep. Right now. Yep. <laughs> I don't it's have hard. anything worth recommending. <laughs> and it means we'll get to focus even more on the main conversation, on the heart of the matter. So we yeah. are hoping to be more active on Instagram this year. That is a goal for us. So if you're not following us, head uh, head over to Instagram and follow find us at Kindred's Podcast. So hopefully we'll have content up there. We're making the commitment on the show that we're going to have more Instagram content. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And Katie, you mentioned our patrons earlier, but I would just like to give a shout out to all of our patrons who stick with us throughout this journey and who make the show happen by supporting the cost of hosting it. And if you would like to join them, you can also become a patron for as little as a dollar a month over at patreon.com slash kindred. So thank you all for your support. Absolutely. And we're so glad that you're here with us listening. If you'd like to share your thoughts with us, you can send us an email at team at kindredspodcast.com or you can send us a DM on Instagram at kindredspodcast. So that's it for this episode. We will talk to y'all later. Talk to you then. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, kindredspodcast.com. That's kindreds with an S. Or you can send us an email at team at kindredspodcast.com. You can also follow me, Katie, on Twitter at Katie Zay. That's Katie with an E-Y-Z-E-H. Please send us your thoughts, ideas, and questions. We'd love to hear from you. 